Hello, and welcome to Ghost Divers. This is an anime podcast on the Export Audio Network. I am your co-host, Neve, and I'm joined, as always, by your other co-host, Connor. Hey. And uh, our special guest, Josh. Hello, hello. And we're answering the question bucket for, for Paranoia Agent. We had two people write in. We got three different emails, but from two people. Um, I don't know if we have anything else we want to say before we get into it, but uh, sometimes I have like final remarks as I've been like reflecting more on the series that I watched. I feel like we got it all out in the episodes. I, I don't think we could have been more thorough um, if we <laughs> wanted to be. <laughs> Yeah, um, I I yeah. have to agree. Um, I mean, we could have been more thorough. We we were we were, were so thorough that I was generating new takes as we were recording. <laughs> I was having new thoughts. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's ghost divers. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the ghost divers method. That's our you whole just model. Go so far that you start <laughs> figuring out other takes that you have about the thing. <laughs> that's how the magic happens, right? Yeah. Um, well, I can read this first email. Uh, we got this one from Zhuo. Uh, he actually wrote in before any of the discussion episodes came out. Um, and I laughed because we had already recorded these episodes. And so this first question I knew was going to be answered in our first discussion episode. Uh, but he says, hi friends, is the Shonen Bat a standalone complex? Yes. Yeah, yes. it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He is a he is a, a a tulpa generated by society and mass media. Um, there's so much about it in the episode. Did we? This is this is gonna. I'm, I hesitate to actually ask this question because it's gonna be really embarrassing. There's gonna like yeah, probably a 30 minute section where we talk about this at length, and I've just forgotten it completely. Did we address this specifically? Right. Yeah, no. Okay. We specifically talk about how uh, all of Paranoia Agent could be like uh, a few episodes of a Ghost in the Shell standalone complex <clears throat> series. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. We definitely um, did that. Yeah. I was just, I didn't forget. <clears throat> um, the other question is uh, how much did I, uh, Neve specifically, feel validated by almost every episode having a firewalk with me speech that mentions a fox? Um, <laughs> I mean, I did like it, <laughs> but did you, but did you feel validated? Though, uh, that's a harder question. <laughs> uh, fire walk with me speech is the, uh, is the, is the analytical technical term. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I do love the, it's a really good, like next time on thing to have like a weird cryptic speech that uh, the, 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 old man throughout the episodes delivers while standing in like a tuxedo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, it's definitely up there in terms of like next time on gimmicks. Yeah, um, um, you know who else had a really good one? Just super quickly. Um, Full Metal Alchemist had a great one. Cause it's just like vaguely emo prose. That's like dialogue, but I don't think it's actually in the next episode. It's just like them vaguely speaking about the latest atrocity that they've seen. Um, and they yeah. and they sound like really bummed about it. That one also sticks out. <laughs> um, bummed about atrocities. Yeah, yeah. it's just <laughs> as yeah, too I mean, as, too familiar as one <laughs> does. <laughs> that is Full Metal Alchemist is being bummed about atrocities, <laughs> folks. If you're bummed about atrocities, <laughs> it's kind of the whole series. 
Uh, <laughs> um, one thing, uh, GGP is currently doing uh, SD Gundam Force, and it's not the next time ons, uh, but before like the end credits stuff. Uh, there's this thing called the Zako Zako Hour, where the like little tiny Zakus in the sh- uh, Zakus in the show. Um, there's like three of them that have different colored mics and, uh, they present on something. And so they'll like do a presentation and sometimes it'll be like explaining something about like that episode. Uh, but it's always just like weird and goofy. Um, I think it's a good like gimmick for, for end of episode stuff to just like have a weird comedy sketch at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, uh, I mean, speaking of ghosts in the shell, standalone complex, you have that horrible yeah. Tachikomatic days, which make I, mm. I hate them. I hate the Tachikoma. If we talked about oh, this, no. The, <laughs> oh no, I I really like them in the first one because uh, often it's like a weird commenting on what happened in the the main episode, and then like. A, a weird subplot develops in them. Um, in second gig, though, they just like don't do anything with it. It's <laughs> it's purely just bits. Most of them are JoJo's bizarre adventure references. Um, it's so much worse for for second gig than it was for the original. Yeah. I mean, um, stand- standalone complex, and I'll I'll even be as bold and include second gig is like a perfect show. But I I hate the Tachikon. They're a blight upon standalone <sighs> complex. I love the Tachikon. Josh, you're about but... you're you're about to. You're about to set off a powder cake here with the <laughs> with your assessment of second gig. Why have me on here if there wasn't for takes? <laughs> All right. Yeah, we have a whole we we've done we covered standalone complex and second yeah. gig. You, you I mean, probably you probably know. And yeah. Neve is like Neve and I. I think one of our biggest differences on the show has been liking second gig because I, I like it quite a lot. Um, I think it's bad. Really doesn't I, like it. I mean, I would I think it's bad. I would consider it vastly inferior to standalone yeah. complex, but I love standalone complex so much that the goodwill carries over and lubricates all of second gig for me. So, um, for me, um, it has it has some bad flaws for sure. But I think the like majority of it is is pretty much is a good extension of uh standalone complex but or the first season i mean my my big thing is i think it like fundamentally misunderstands the major as a character um the the showrunners like didn't understand the character when they did uh standalone complex like they've said this in in interviews and then they like figured it out and it was oh she's like an athlete who like has uh a super like uh, amazing body and she uses it to inspire other people and I'm like that's not what the major is she's a person who's like sold out like her own humanity and uh, has like chosen to just be the boot of the oppressor because it gives her access to the body that she wants um, like that is what she is in the first season and making her into like she's trying to inspire other people and she is a hero is misunderstanding who the major is <laughs> Yeah. Well, but, well, but those, think, aren't, um, those aren't mutually exclusive. Yeah, but the showrunners think it is. <laughs> I think I, second I, I gig. Think, I think yeah. second gig is better than like what the showrunners probably thought they were doing. That's hmm. that's like my takeaway from it is that it it ends yeah. up being better and like having more depth in spite of like 
a couple obviously ham-fisted moments, but like even if they, yeah, whatever they thought they were doing, like it's it ends up like being better than that. Um, yeah, I mean the the big thing that they talk about is there's the the episode where they go into the the where she goes into the like uh, shop of memories and everything, yeah. and you like learn that she's like in love with the the you know main Kuzen. antagonist or yeah Kuzen, uh Spoiler like, alert. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, and they think that that's like the whole core of the character. Um, and I just, I don't think that's, I don't think that's who the major is. And I don't think it's the, the interesting take is that she like loves a boy. And so she wants to inspire people to greatness. Um, um, I, I will say it's not the worst misunderstanding of the major that exists. Um, I would say that, that those uh, OVAs are um, hard. They're difficult to get through. Um, I, I thought 2049 or whatever was also oh, we're still Oh, we're still supposed to do that. Yeah. At some point. But I mean, 2049 is the same people who did second gig, so. It's, um, yeah. it's definitely w- yeah. worse <laughs> than second yeah. gig. Yeah. Um, um, we, we, did also do, watched, we did the Hollywood movie for, yeah, for Ghost Divers. The 2017 Ghost in the Shell. Oh, I've never seen that. Film. Don't. Okay. <laughs> it's wretched. Okay. It's wretched. So I, um, I wasn't. I wasn't rushing to. It's the the casting of Scarlett uh, Johansson as a, a, a Japanese character is honestly like not even near the top of the list of racist stuff in that movie. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Because there are, like, ways that you could spin, like, oh, even within, like, Japanese society, the idealized, like, robot body that someone would take on would be, a, like, a beautiful white woman. There are interesting things you could do in that space, even though I think it is also deeply racist the way that they're handling it and also doing that casting choice. Yeah. Well, um, and it's also, like, she is, like, forcibly, you know. Yeah. Like, this is done to her forcibly. Mm-hmm. And that's revealed or whatever, but. Yeah. It's just, I don't uh, say this often about media that we cover because it's typically it wouldn't be true but also i just don't i don't say this often it's but it's really bad as like a film it's really really bad yes um i think you said it was the worst movie you've ever seen yeah i I don't know about that i've you watch it. I think, watch it. Yeah, I think Neve, <laughs> I, mean, I think Neve has seen some dreadful shit. That's just truly. I I think like there's some movies that might be like, uh, in the moment worst viewing experiences, but like the fact that I care about Ghost in the Shell makes it the worst movie that I've ever seen because I. I'm going to think about Ghost in the Shell and then periodically have to remember that it exists in a way that, like, I don't have to do with some of the other shitty movies I've seen in my day. <laughs> yeah. The movie was um, so bad it made me, like, very ill for three weeks afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had, um, you had a uh, you had a uh, Ghost in the Shell hangover. Mm. Yeah. I had a – well, specific to that movie, um, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, like, physically ill. And I blame it we on. We got the a good movie. episode out of it, though. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was it was fun to talk about it. Um, yeah, but just every literally not a single thing about that movie is good. Everything uh, we is did bad. it as an unannounced April Fool's Day thing, so that if we decided that the episode was bad and we hated it, we could just like axe the whole thing. Because um, we, yeah, we didn't tell anybody, and it was just like going to release at the same time as the other episode on April first. So. Um, 
But no, I think the episode was good. The movie's terrible, though. <laughs> no one should watch uh, it. You, you heard it here first, folks. The episode is good, and also the movie is good, too. Um, that's no! <laughs> yep. That's, that's what we've been saying for the last five minutes, over and over again. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Uh, I'm going to do the next email. I've actually just combined both emails in our, our little document here. But uh, Ina writes in. Um, she says... She says here that she's too tired to do some uniquely uh, hyperbolic praise, but then also does still do some hyperbolic praise for us. Um, also praises you, Josh. I'm sure that felt good to see. Um, it did. It did. Thank you, Ina. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but here are the actual questions. Uh, so the first one is, can you tell me which members of the cast of... Uh, it's funny because she did just P.A., for for paranoid agent and the first time i read this my brain did penny arcade um <laughs> oh i hate that for you <laughs> <laughs> but uh which members of the cast of paranoia agent are nana o guys and which one are hachi are nana hachi version guys um <laughs> does this mean anything to either of you? no i have no fucking <laughs> idea what that means um, no it doesn't you're gonna have to take this one alone and i know that would yeah. make you really sad but you you can go i i hope you're heartened by the knowledge that i'm gonna be reading the entire nana manga in the next three yeah. weeks so um that that should just give you strength yeah yeah so we're gonna do that um we've already announced this but that'll be the the new year special um and we're recording like mid-december so that's the the uh, cut off to send in emails for that New Year special. Um, but uh, I'll ju just do a quick thing so you all can kind of gut check what I'm saying. Um, so uh, Nana O, uh, Nana Osaki. Um, so she is the one who's uh, in a band. She's like a, a punk rocker. Uh, and she's kind of... Uh, seems like responsible but like closed off and and kind of uh like a little bit broody at first uh but then as uh the other nana gets to know her um and then nana gets the nickname hachi uh which is both a play because nana means seven hachi means eight but then also hachiko is the loyal dog um and nana says that hachi is like a, a faithful dog uh but anyway uh nana o uh, punk rocker, uh, kind of serious and brooding, um, and seems very responsible, but then as, uh, Hachi gets to know her more, uh, is like, you know, going through some shit and, uh, struggling a little bit, but then also like, uh, has these moments of like a more soft side. Um, and then Hachi, she is like, uh, far more, she's like Genki. If you're familiar with that character type, she's like very, uh, energetic and excitable, um, and like really latches onto people. Um, but then also like struggles with some t degree with her, her like, uh, flightiness and her like desire to be with people. So, um, that's the general breakdown there. This is, uh, this is the dynamic of that puffy Yumi cartoon. Um, yeah, with this, with a, not a dissimilar design, right? Because one of them has pink hair. Is that correct? Uh, Hachi has like um, like lighter brown hair, uh, but in some art, ends up being kind of pink. Um, it's a great dynamic. Can't go yeah. wrong. Um, brown pink. It, it's one of those where same. like uh, it probably like 
pre-exists Nana to some extent, but also uh, Nana was actually extremely influential on a lot of uh, Jose and Shoujo stuff in Japan, um, even though it never quite hit the same way um, in the U.S. But, like, it, Japanese fans will, will sometimes refer to characters as, like, Anosaki Nana, meaning that she, like, fits that sort of trope of, or that, like, character type that, that got set up with her. So, um this actually got parodied in like a an anime where they actually just put Osaki Nana in as like a joke. Um, but anyway, uh, so I'll, I'll run through. Oh, do we want to cross off some people from this list, list of characters? I did all the ones from the the Wikipedia, um, but like some of these, I just don't think I know enough. Like mysterious old woman, I'm gonna cross off. Yeah. Uh, same, I think, with mysterious old man. I feel like I know a little bit more about him, but still not a lot. Um, I don't know about Kamome, uh, Fuyubachi, and Zebra. Those are like borderline cases for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think we can can cross those off. Um, And then Oda and and Sarata from the animation episode, too, are the ones that I'm... I feel like at least Oda I would cross off. Sarata is like sort of the main focus character. Mm, Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I think the rest of these I would be able to do. And I don't know if anyone else has I'm, I'm just, objections to any of them. I'm just going through and making sure I remember who these people are. I think I got them all. Yeah. Um, so I think that... So it says, like, uh, which of these are Nana O guys and which are, are Hachi guys? Um, Saki is a hard one for me. Because I think, like, uh, in reality, she's more of a, like, Nana O guy. But, like, in terms of what she's trying to project as, like, the the designer of Maromi and stuff, I think is a little bit more Hachi. But I think she is, like, truly a Nana O. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. I could go with that. Uh, little Slugger, I think Nana O. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Maromi's Hachi. Okay. Um, I think Ikari is probably Hachi. Yeah, probably, but also like I don't has s- not definitely has not read Nana. <laughs> Does not know anything yeah. about Nana. <laughs> Just <laughs> like there's. I, a, I don't know. I don't know. I think if I I, I feel pretty strongly Ikari is read Nana. Um, um, Hachi's mm. the 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 Genki one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think Ikari likes a brooding girl. And I, yeah, and I, I mean, and I want to believe that cause I'm a brooding girl and I want him to like me too. <laughs> well, I mean, judging by like a brooding girl. Yeah. His, his, his wife is. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, Misae <laughs> only broods. That's her only thing. Uh, Genki literally means something like lively or something, which does, yeah. does not describe Misae. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess Ikari, uh, Nana. Um, you can't be lively if you're, if you're, Dying from terminal illness? No. <laughs> I mean, she's not. I think some people can be, but she's not. Yeah. <laughs> she textually is no, not. No, for sure. She definitely isn't. Um, Maniwa. Uh, hmm. I think Hachi. This is uh, a this is a tough I, one. I was leaning in the same direction. I feel like yeah. Maniwa is the like inverse of Ikari in this equation where yeah. like yeah ikari seems like 
Ikari seems like he would be more Hachi. Um, but in reality, it might be like Nana-O. And I think it might be like the flip with Maniwa. Yeah. Where Maniwa is like kind of thinks that he is more of a Nana-O person, but is really like a Hachi person. Yeah. Um, especially in that, like, uh, this is another detail that, that you don't know yet, Connor, but like Hachi will, uh, is like more prone to like, she's superstitious around numbers. Um, there's multiple times where she blames things on the, the demon Lord and things. Oh, come uh, on. I think all of that yeah. is like Maniwa stuff. That's the yeah, most Maniwa Maniwa shit I've ever heard. Yeah, absolutely. That seals it. Um, Misai is Nana. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Uh, Kwazu. This one I might I might cut him just because he's hard. Because don't get too that, much of the. That's reporter. the Toad Man, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think he likes Hachi, but in like a creepy, creepy way. way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah. Yeah. I was just yeah, about yeah. to that's say exactly that. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. That that one's yeah. unanimous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Yuichi Hachi. Yeah, because she's I'm presuming pretty and popular. Yeah. Um. I mean, Nana O is also pretty and popular, but in a different way. Like in high school, she was pretty, but was not popular because she was like kind of bitchy to everybody. So um, true. But now she's a rock star, and so she's like pretty and popular for that reason. Um, but like also, Yuichi's like uh, attraction to Harumi, and I think like Harumi's more of a Hachi in the equation. Um, I th- I think Yuichi would be a Hachi guy. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you there. Yeah. Um, let's see, Ushiyama. Who is this? He's, this is the he's character. the cop. Yes. Um. No, that's Hirakawa. Yeah, that's Hirakawa. Is it? Oh, oh, Ushiyama's Ushiyama's Yuichi's uh, uh, rival. I remember him now. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Ushi. Yeah. Uh, I just I feel like you don't get his full name very often. Yeah. You usually get like the nickname. Um. I'm the paranoia agent knower. I totally know yeah. everybody. Yeah, that's why we brought you on. You're, <laughs> yeah, the, you're, the, I think you're the expert. <laughs> absolutely remember all of these characters. <laughs> Gotta come through there. Uh, I think Ushiyama would be a Hachi guy. I agree. This is this yeah. th- this is what Ushi and Yuichi can bond over. Um I'm I'm including uh Maria as her own for this. Uh she's not included in the list of characters, but um I think she deserves her own. She's yeah, I think the answer might be different for, for yeah. Harumi versus Maria. Um, I think Harumi so, is a Hachi, and Maria yeah. is not a O. Because also Hachi has like more of the struggle with like, um, like wanting to have sex with different people, but feeling like uh, that's not a thing that she's supposed to be doing. Whereas like. Um, Nana O is like far more like self-assured in the people that she wants to be with, uh, but also seems to be far more open to like weird kinky sex. So, um, yeah, I think Maria is more of a Nana O. Um, Hirokawa, uh, I think like similar to Kawazu, uh, but is like Nana O, but in a creepy way. <laughs> sure. Mm, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, then uh Kozuka, who um I believe is the fake yeah. uh Shonen 
the, the, yeah, the fake shonen bat. I, I mean, um, he, he does do suicide, so I'm going to say Nanao. Yeah. Wait, is that, a, uh, is that a spoiler? I don't think it is. No, but... We, but we like, already did an episode about this, Connor. No, no is it a Nana spoiler? Spoiler for Nana. No, oh, no, I don't know no. a thing about Nana. <laughs> no, okay, I, was, okay. I was just saying because Kozu could kill... Because, like, Nana O seems like that the seems more like brooding one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, got it. Um, These are all surface-level analyses. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. Got it. Uh, Tycho... Um, I think Nana O. Yep. Uh, so the other thing about Nana O is that she, uh, is abandoned by her father and then eventually her mother and then raised by her, uh, grandmother who dies while she's still pretty young and then is just orphaned. Um, I think Tycho would, would I identify a lot with that stuff? Yeah. Um, and then, uh, Sarata, um, I think Hachi. Yeah, because he's kind of a creep also. Yeah, but I think also he just, like, appreciates a bubbly character, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. I don't think he wants a broody, brooding character. He's around enough brooding people all the time, as is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah like people who demand that uh, he tell them their deadlines. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or get them their materials on time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those bastards. <laughs> um... All right, now ones that you all can be more involved in. Uh, right, what kind um, of hold game on, hold show? Hold on, hold on, sorry. Hold oh, on. yeah. I, Josh, I have something I want to share with you. Um, I'm just putting it in the the Puton chat. Oh, in the Puton chat? Oh, yeah. the forbidden sixth animal. Oh, yes. <laughs> this is, this is a, a new revelation. Oh, yeah. I love that it's presumed extinct. There could still be another... Um, as darked out there. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's we're we're searching for it right now. Actually, listener, if if you're the uh, final as darked, uh, please write into Ghost Divers Pot. Please. Oh, please can do. I? I don't know if I'm able to find this uh, while we're recording. There's a video where um, it's like it might be a, a Quetzalcoatlus or it's like a another f- like flying winged dinosaur. Um, and there's a guy looking at a photo of it and then seeing that like it's extinct. And he's like, no, I've seen one of these in real life. <laughs> so <laughs> he has. Yeah, yeah. Real. This happened to my buddy, Eric energy. <laughs> That's yeah. the, yeah, no, I know that guy. Um, yeah. If, if you were a winged reptile, please let us know. <laughs> yeah. I love, th- I love this. Um, I love the Asdar kit because it looks like, so we had the, we had the five animals mm-hmm. and it looks like at some point someone realized like, Hey, you know what? It is a little difficult to explain all of the animals with just these five. <laughs> we need like a sixth filler animal that just like explains everything else. Yeah. We need a fun guy to, we need a, to we need a miscellaneous <laughs> This thing is a fucked up flying guy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is where all of the miscellaneous DNA comes from. (laughs) Just this fucked up thing. (laughs) Um, One I hanging That's hanging on my refrigerator, if you can't tell. Uh, uh, So, point one, I hate its kind of human like feet. I know that birds have like a similar shaped feet in the general sense, but like those look like they have like. Full on yeah. toes. Um, and B, I love that it's on what looks like a black satin sheet. 
<laughs> this is this, I never, <laughs> I never this, noticed that aspect. This is the this is the ultimate portrait for the six kinds of animals you can date. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's how it, you know presumed extinct, but maybe not because it was in the studio just a few weeks ago. Did you get this photo shoot? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so anyway, I wanted to I wanted to share that with you because. I, I know that you're. I know you're really interested in this. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm just setting this image. Who's that big man? <laughs> I can't. I can't see that. Hold on, open original. Oh, here we in go. In Putin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Giants of the sky. <laughs> um, I I love that Yes album. <laughs> uh, um. Anyway, uh, yeah, it, yeah, is that a is that a dragonfly? Oh, it's a griffinfly. Oh Got it. yeah. Um, that's a little unsettling to think about a dragonfly as large as my head. Yeah, uh, it's not pleasant. Yeah. Um, a giant flying <laughs> like bug with teeth. It's as big as so head. anyway all right. <laughs> we're, uh, we're what kind of questions. game show would members of the paranoia agent cast be really into want to be participants on we can name specific shows if we want but we don't have to um do you want to go through the list again yeah yeah what um how many game shows do you know i, th- I feel i know a lot of game shows Okay, you're 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 on deck for this one. I feel that I know a lot of game shows. Let's all right. Take the lead here. I don't I don't know a lot of specific ones, but I feel like I have a general sense of game show genres. If you say uh, a game show, I'll know it, but I can't think of I don't like I can't populate a list in, mm-hmm. from my memory. So uh, Master Chef Australia. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. Um Master okay. Chef Australia. Okay, so I, I also want to do not just game shows, but I think there's a couple um, uh, uh, like like uh, skill based reality television programs that would also apply. Um, okay, yeah. Th- yeah, throw it in. Who? Okay, so Master Chef Australia. Which of these characters is the <laughs> smartest? Because that's what <laughs> you the, need to be the most intellectual. Yeah, to be a fan of Master Chef Australia, that's what you. That's what you need. Most of these characters are uh, dumbasses. I don't know. Misae? Yeah. Yeah, maybe Misae. Yeah. The mysterious old man who's like doing calculus on the sidewalk. Oh, yeah, That's definitely. their Master Chef Australia. Yeah. So at the <laughs> very end of the series, Maniwa learns he, he achieves the level of like intellect and uh, insight into He's, the nature of the universe. He sees the universe. To, yeah. <laughs> and he sees in it that MasterChef Australia is a really good show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once he's gained knowledge of all things, the the only TV that satisfies him anymore is MasterChef Australia. Uh, that's actually what he's figuring out when he's doing the equation at the end. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, yeah, it's just MasterChef Australia. <laughs> that's the ending. Yeah. Um. That's well, what's gonna let's, save let's run through the list of characters. Uh, Tsukigosagi. Um, mm. I do. You guys remember? Um, 
you wasn't it Penny Arcade? Speaking of Penny Arcade, <laughs> yes, that, that did that um uh, uh comic reality show where you yeah like, compete. That's what she would do. Yeah, it was Penny Arcade. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Strip Search is the name of the, the name of the reality show. <laughs> God, that's such an uncomfortable name for. <laughs> what is it? It's called Strip Search because they're comic artists making comic strips. Yeah, I have to look this up. Um. Little Slugger is just watching uh, baseball on TV, <laughs> a game show. I was going to say, like, American Gladiator. Yeah. Um, except for um, instead of obstacles, he's just beaning the other contestants. <laughs> um, oh, there's this one show. I forget the name of it. They talk about it sometimes on Totally Reprise, uh, where it's like everyone is isolated into a separate room, and they have to do these, like... Uh, kind of horrible challenges and they they don't know when the other like they don't know when the other uh contestants have stopped because they're all isolated and so it's like how long can you go and you're also having to like you might go for an extra hour after everyone else has quit because you just don't know when people have quit um i'm trying to remember the name of this show it sounds like wretched and torturous and so that's why i think little slugger would like it Mm. yeah um Yeah, let me see if I can find the name of this. I don't know if you have, have heard of this one. Um, Solitary, I think is the name of it. No, I've never uh, heard of I've never heard of that. Yeah. It just sounds like you're describing the plot of a Zero Escape game to me. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, solitary reality TV show. Let me, let me just read the description here, make sure I have this correctly. Uh, it's on Fox Reality Channel. The contestants are kept in round-the-clock solitary confinement for a number of weeks with the goal of being the last contestant remaining in solitary. Weeks? Yes. What? Uh, <laughs> I want to be in. I want to be in the shoe for more time. Okay, um, go go on. Sorry. No, I mean, that's the, that's the basic description of it. Um, they just then, keep yeah, people think, in solitary confinement for weeks <laughs> and we watch them? Well, yeah, and then I think, uh, so they're in pods um, with a meal slot where things are delivered. Uh-huh. Um, and then they do, they may be given, um, or other items may be given to players as part of the treatment, including uh, cameras, microphones, one-way mirrors, a lockable door to an antipod chamber where players may use the bathroom uh, oh blah, my blah, god blah. this is just a prison simulator yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is actually just like torture what the fuck yeah and then it cycles between <laughs> tests and treatments <laughs> and during tests they compete with each other although they are unaware of how many other play how other players are performing and i think even however many other players there are um I can't believe and they generally have to on. do physically or mentally grueling tasks that take several hours to complete <laughs> That wow. fucking okay. sucks, man. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like a really bad show, but I bet Little Slugger loves it. Yeah. I feel like this is... This show is like a test case for... Oh my god. Shit just fell in my closet. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is the Stanford Prison Experiment 2. It's just the yeah. sequel. Yeah. This is a test case for, like, the legal boundaries of, like... Like reality TV, reality TV, like waiver participation waivers. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Like here I'm, I'm agreeing to be tortured on television. Yeah. And yeah, like this is legally viable somehow. 
Yeah, you're competing over the gray area of if you can sue them or not. Yeah, like, hey, um, we have this reality TV show. Uh, we're going to, what we do is we basically peel your fingernails off. And <laughs> that's that's pretty much it. But There was a, there was a really like, a prize, but it's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you'll be like a, kind of a little bit famous uh, if you're on it. So you just want to like sign your rights away real quick. Um, and now, yeah, the constitution does not apply at all anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, yeah, that's definitely the one. That's the one that little slugger likes. Although I think, yeah. I feel like little slugger has that, the aspect of like giving people relief, even though it's, you know, a kind of, uh, transitory or like uh unhealthy or, or whatever yeah because um, yeah. yeah because just like spending time in solitary confinement the relief is that you get a psychotic break eventually oh yeah 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 they're helping you out yeah um <laughs> they're helping yeah. you up and making your life a lot worse and then <laughs> like w- when you just finally Hope, lose hoping it. your brain does you a solid yeah 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 they like they like watching it because they want to hit everybody on it so that they can be free. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's um, just like in front of the TV, like growing super huge, you know, like yeah. he is with with Ikari. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, Maromi likes the Great British Bake Off. Oh yeah, no, I think Maromi is like uh. The Great British Bake Off kind of like it's gone downhill. I was actually going to say that yeah. um, uh, Harumi is the uh, GBBO fan. Um, yeah, and but Marumi, Marumi, do you know? Because Marumi gives me like if this was made ten years later, Marumi could be an influencer. I think Marumi likes the circle. Yeah, I can see that. I have no idea what yeah. that is. I think it's, um, it, it's the influencer reality show where instead of um, a jail cell, you're confined to a hotel room. Wow. Sounds great. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, maybe it is. I'm just, I'm being, I've I'm never being seen mean. it. Oh, um, Marumi. I think Marumi is into, I don't know if you all have seen this. Um, I think it's, it's, uh, it's a Japanese show, but I think it's on Netflix now. It's, uh, Oh, Tara's house. No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is on Netflix um, and it's Japanese. <laughs> it's the the translation they give is um, old enough, but it's like oh, oh yeah, yeah, the yeah, little, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's yeah, literally like kids. first first errand is a, is the Japanese. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I I think that's what Marumi likes because um, the whole show is about like you know like children being encouraged and it's like it's presents this world where like of like total support uh um, yeah and like you know it, this kind of like idealized world where children can just like be happy and like grow and like and thrive um mm-hmm. with like a, a community of like total support um and i think marumi i think that's kind of marumi has a little bit of like that dark side um that i i don't know is quite as present in the show um but marumi as a character would like would would like this yeah 
Um, well, and some of that dark side comes from like an over application of this idea, you know? Yeah, <clears throat> for sure. Um, Ikari, uh, what is Ikari like? Is Ikari just like a classic? He likes one of the classic game shows. Yeah. Just like the price is right or something. Yeah. <laughs> I see that. Um, <laughs> It's just no. like, yeah, you know, I just, when I get home from a long day of being a cop, I just want to like unwind. Let's see how much watch. an oven is worth. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's I just Jeopardy want like the classic, because, the classic Jeopardy show is like, that I know. uh, you're like solving the problems too, but then you also kind of have to follow the arcane rules or of like, like asking it as a question and stuff. Is Wheel of Fortune the one where you have to guess like the letters? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think I think for me it's Wheel of Fortune because it's he's just like yeah you know I guess he, he's he's figuring it out but it's low stakes. I see I see that and he's wrong every single time. He's never yeah. correctly gotten a Wheel of Fortune clue before the contestant. For sure, and that's what keeps him coming back. Yeah. Uh, Maniwa, have you guys seen Lingo? No. Okay, no. so Lingo is basically game show Boggle. Um, no, it's not. But okay. I, I, I forgot how Boggles played. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> it's basically like game show, like Risk, you know. <laughs> okay, so so Lingo is a is an old game show where you um, uh, it's it's made up of five letter words, and you like suggest words. It, oh, it's uh, it's Wordle. It's game show Wordle. Um, oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm looking at it right now. I don't know why I said Boggle. I meant Wordle, listener. <laughs> Uh, is boggle even a game i'll I'll definitely for sure get it in post don't worry about it (laughs) um uh i I think maniwa would love a game like that boggle is just some like discontinued snack food (laughs) um yeah i could see that um i what we we've no it's the old man who loves master chef australia so um yes um, I do feel like she still likes a cooking show, though. Like, Iron Chef. Yeah. The other the other thing is that it is just like uh, Jeopardy prices, right? Like that kind of like it's just on the TV while she's like taking care of the home. Mm, yeah. You know, she doesn't even watch it, but it, it is like her favorite because she just likes when it's on. Yeah, because yeah. it, it's on while she's grappling with mortality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just that low-level white noise to distract <laughs> from your existential dread. Yeah, I mean um, that's why I put that's why I put stuff on in, in the background of my apartment. Uh, yeah, that's why I've been I've been watching a lot of anime lately. Quasi. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, um. Like fear what, factor, what, something, something, yeah, something, something, yeah, something factor. that's like something that's like vaguely sociopathic. Yeah. yeah. Well, pff, I mean, w- what was the one? The solitary confinement one. Solitary. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> He's also watching solitary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's literally just solitary. I think he. De- I think like fear factor is the one though, because it's just so base. Like you just have to eat some gross bugs or something, right? <laughs> yeah. There's no like other like weird social experiment going on. It's just like 
Yeah, no, eating, we're just eating bull testicles. Yeah, yeah. It's just the it's just the like weird. Your friends daring you to do something stupid, but as like a a game show. Um, I think he enjoys that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yuichi. Yuichi could be like the American Gladiator one. Yeah. Okay. I, I could was thi- see that. I was thinking like Hollywood Square, like something that's completely predicated on celebrity, but I could see American Gladiator as well. Oh, yeah. You could go in that direction. Yeah. Like I, I could see like Wipeout, you know? Just like... A, what is Wipeout? It's the one where they wipe out. <laughs> cool. <laughs> it's, the, it's the video game? No, it's a show. Oh, okay. It's the show where they wipe oh, out. Oh, it's another obstacle course one. Yeah. They go on the obstacle course and they wipe out. Yeah. Um, loves double dare. <laughs> no, I think that's Ushiyama. I think Ushiyama loves double dare. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Do you guys remember Figure It Out? That's what I feel like Ushiyama. No, I into. don't. I don't remember Figure It Out. <laughs> Are, Are you, you just like than throwing shit out or there whatever? Shiyama loves. Are you smarter than a fifth? Hey, grader? Do you remember? He, he wants to be hole. one of the fifth graders. Um, there was a show. It was called Dig a Hole. Figure it remember out. What, figure it, it out. What, figure it out was a deranged game show on Nickelodeon when we were children, where um, children would come in with like weird talents, and uh, the the player would have to guess what the talent is. That sounds kind of yeah. funny. Yeah. It was definitely on. It was definitely on TV. You said it was a TV show. School. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I was never a Nickelodeon. I, I missed all that. I was just full on like Cartoon Network kid. Um, I missed all of the Nickelodeon stuff. My girlfriend is a big Nickelodeon person and, and Disney Disney Channel. And we just don't have any of that. I was gonna say neither of you have any touchstones to relate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, we're we 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 can't even we don't even talk to each other really. <laughs> it's just too big of a goal. <laughs> a um, haunting look inside Connor's relationship. <laughs> <laughs> we just Emily. Yeah, we just Emily sit didn't on have the cable and, growing up, uh, which just means that like all of her stuff is like uh, like my mom had like dvds of uh like the dune sci-fi special or whatever <laughs> that's that's pretty cool uh, yeah uh just a lot of i thought her, you were gonna be like was like a I star thought... trek and star wars just like all kinds of sci-fi stuff so got it i thought you were gonna be like yeah so luckily i know a lot about oil lamps um, That's our here- shared frame of reference. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, yeah, you and your girlfriend are um, uh, both people locked in a lighthouse together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, horror movie already done is GBG, uh, GBBO. Well, um, I, sorry, I just had another idea. Could Harumi and Maria both be on the newlywed game together? That could be fun. Yeah. With With that dork man. Yeah, hundred <laughs> um, percent. With that man that I'm strangely contemptuous of, despite the fact that he's just regular. <laughs> he's too regular. I don't trust him. Yeah. Um, that's fun. Uh, Hirokawa. Um, 
hops. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not a game show, but yeah. What is it? It's cops. 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 Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Um, I don't know. I don't think. I don't know if Hirokawa goes home and watches cops. I don't well, know if he's like, that into being a cop. I was gonna. Um, I was gonna say more like the televised police brutality, like for entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. Deal or no deal? I bet he likes deal or no deal. Okay. Yeah. He thinks he's really good at taking deals. Yeah. <laughs> he's he a thinks deals he'd guy. Be great at that game. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's a, that's a way better answer. <laughs> I don't think he would be good at that game, but he thinks he would be really good at that game. Um. Let's see, Kozuka. Um, I, I feel like Kozuka. I feel like Kozuka would do like the weakest link because it's kind of like the goth quiz show. Um, mm, it's yeah. like the, it's like the one with the scariest music. Oh, or like a survivor that, type thing. There's this one that um, Emily's been watching. I forget the name of it. It's like bullshit or something. It's it's one where you have to like guess if the the person uh, who answered the question actually knows it or is making up that they know it. Mm. Um, I feel like Kozuka would like that one too. Yeah, bullshit the game show. Hmm. Um, stylized with an a- asterisk for the eye. Well, naturally. Um, oh yeah, because it's yeah. it's it's cussing at you. Yeah. Um, I feel like just the like that idea of like trying to bluff your way through something would be appealing to him. Yeah. Um, Tycho. What's that show on TV that I think um, regular people like? It's on cable. <laughs> it's it's like a bunch of like grown men who like do pranks on people. Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah, Jackass. It's, it's no, 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 it's Punked? Impractical Jokers. That's the one. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it, it's. I've like never Jackass. actually watched this, but I know I know it. It, it it's like Jack. I I don't think I've actually seen it either, but I understand it's like Jackass, but without any like swerve. Um, it's like wholesome Jackass. Yeah, it's like Jackass without any like bodily mutilation. Um, yeah, yeah. I was, of course, you would know Jackass, Josh. You had to do it on uh, swim fans at one point. I fucking love Jackass. <laughs> Big fan. <laughs> oh, you did the the Jackass film or the Jackass series? We did Jackass. What was the reason? We did Jackass two for. I can't remember what series it was for. Um, Craig and Alex don't yell at me, but we did Jackass too. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not a teen movie, but I could see the argument. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's pretty much. It's pretty close. I I think that was it. I think that was the reason. Because like we did do some movies that were like designed for teenagers because we had like a, like a sociocultural digesting of the early aughts and what being a teenager was like in that time. I think it was teen movies. Mm, yeah. Okay. Have you seen the, the new, the newest Jackass movie? Yeah. I thought it was a blast, especially considering their bones are too old to like knit anymore. So they were very gutsy. Mm. Um, yeah. I, I ended up seeing it too. Um, I was a little disappointed. Uh, oh really? I thought they went for it. No, no, not in like the stunts or whatever. I mean that they definitely went for it, but I just like this is gonna sound dumb because we're talking about the Jackass movie, but 
but there were there were a couple of moments in there of like it could have had more depth and i feel like at this point with like everything that has transpired like they a, there are a couple points where they like touch on it where they like skim over and have some discussions where it's like oh wait i wish you would like talk the film would like explore this more in depth but then they just don't, and it's like it ends really abruptly, and I think that just made it feel even more like there. This could have been a lot more. Um, whereas it it ended up just being more like, oh yeah, you know, we're gonna still do these like stunts and mutilate ourselves, even though we're like older now. Um, but anyway, I don't really care that much. I'm just- <laughs> That, sure. that thought was just like lingering in my mind and until yeah. now. You're like, where's the meta text in Jackass 4? Um, well, where- there was something that, like, I mean, they did the bull stunt, for instance, and Johnny Knoxville, like, almost died. Um, And instead of being like, oh, yeah, what does it mean that we're just like, that we're, that we're doing this spectacle? I, uh, knowing that we're like, oh, and, and incurring this damage, like very knowingly. Um, and like our history of doing these things and whatever. Um, and our bodies breaking down and, and all of that. Like they don't really talk about that though. No, I did. Um, I did liken the movie to Metal Gear Solid 4. I think they're sem- thematically similar. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, go on. <laughs> Oh, well, they're both. They're, they're both. <laughs> they're, they're both I would about love the fa- to have a quick response to that, but yeah, no, I, I wanted to generate one, but I, I, I want to hear what you have to say first. Uh, they're they're both about the idea that um, you will live out um, your same fate again and again until you die. Um, uh, no matter uh, uh, if you age, um, if you attempt to get out of it, um, you are stuck in your fate, and you will keep recurring it. Um, yeah, you just have to keep fighting till you die. We don't care correct. that you're that you're old now. Correct. Still fight um, for our entertainment. Correct. When 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 Snake has to fight like Neo versions of all of the enemies from Metal Gear Solid One, um, that's sort of like when Johnny Knoxville does the bull stunts again. That that's that's fair. I actually I like this connection though. Like that 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 explains the. Uh, it's been a while since I played MGS Four, but the the final sequence where it's that fight on the top of the train and it's like that excruciatingly prolonged like quick time se- event sequence if i'm remembering that right yeah yeah mm-hmm. that uh, like it- that whole sequence is basically like exactly what you're talking about where it's just like this isn't even like a dynamic fight this is just like you're slogging through it like it just feels like this whole thing is just about inevitability. And yeah. then like fighting on top of a train is just like 100% jackass. But the slogging is the compelling part because they are right. forcing oh, yeah. you through it's, confronting it's your destiny. Yeah, it's fucking brilliant. Um, when they sure. bow at the end of Jackass 4, it's the same as when Snake is saluting Big Boss's grave. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Those are the yeah, same I like I like Jackass 4 more now, even though... <laughs> None of my opinions about it have changed, but just because you've you've made me think of that similarity, I like it more. That's the most insane thing I've ever said. It was, it was good. I love that. 
Um, sorry. It's funny how that that segues into it. (laughs) I have thoughts on Metal Gear Solid Five. I have a lot of thoughts on Metal Gear Solid Five, but I'm not going to talk about them at all here. Um, but that that makes like the themes of Metal Gear Solid Five make more sense. Sure. (laughs) Um, Anyway. Like, just, like, the inevitability of, like, being, like, forced by the, like, comedy and, like, tragedy and and of, like, being compelled and forced, like, against your will by structures larger than yourself to, like, take on certain roles um, in ways that are, like, beyond your comprehension, even if you have like a high degree of control. Um, yeah, no, that that's, that's good. All right. Where were we? <laughs> uh, sorry, Seth. Mm. What's the most survivor? Demeanor. What's the most? Yeah, there it is. Um, like a little bit normie, but still like in that, that territory, you know, of like, Oh, I want to see people like being cutthroat and competing with each other. It's it's um, it's also like vaguely debasing and uh, antisocial, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and like a a weird amount of like you need to be ready to kill to do well at this, even though you're not actually killing anyone. Mm. But Sarta is, but <laughs> you know. Um. All right, that's that's all the ones for that. So now. Uh, <laughs> For these same characters, before we watching move on, anime, just what? real quick, yeah, um, yeah, I had I had something to 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 say, if that's all right. Okay, um, you have the floor. <laughs> Is this yeah, about so, Metal Gear, Connor? No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, so I was gonna I was gonna do a joke tangent on Metal Gear, but I'm not gonna. Um, this is, so this is what I really wanted to say. Um, so recently, um, I saw a calzone and it's just kind of been on my mind. Um, and I just wanted to, I, let me back up. I have a question because on question bucket, you know, we get the questions, we answer them this mm-hmm. time. I have a question. Um, and recently now, is this I, a question for us or is yes. this a question for listeners? Listeners can weigh in. Um, okay. But it's really immediately for for you two. Um, recently, I saw a calzone, uh, and it's been on my mind. Your first um, one? <laughs> no, no, I've known of calzones. Okay. Um, I just yeah. saw one and it, it made an impression on me. And you thought about how uh, <laughs> after you eat the calzone, then you look down and there's nothing but the table. <laughs> no, um, I didn't think I didn't think about that, but I will later. Um, what, so I'm going to try not to be consumed by that thought spiral. Um, and I just wanted to know, uh, what are y'all's opinions on calzones? So for or anti? Um, it's extremely funny that you're asking me this question because I'm having a calzone for dinner after recording this episode. (laughs) Okay. I'm I'm not making that up. I've already ordered the calzone. (laughs) Okay. I definitely didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's not why uh, I brought that up randomly 
right around the time you ordered a calzone. Um, I think they're fantastic. It's like a pizza pocket. Um, you fold okay. your pizza in half and you can eat it like a sandwich. Uh, no downside. Nice. Um, I think they're fine. I like. I have no objections to the calzone. Is the thing. I I don't order them very often because normally I'm just going to get a pizza. Like I don't mm-hmm. I don't think of getting a calzone very often. Yeah, that's but the, there's nothing that's the trap. Yeah, but there's nothing ob- objectionable to me about the calzone. You know. Yeah. Like it, it's just a pizza folds in an F. It's fine. So, I love all sorts of little like hand pie things and a pizza hand pie. That's great. Yeah, it's I like was, a little pasty with pizza in there. It is yeah, like I, a pasty. <laughs> I know. I know that you're very uh, progressive about pizza, Neve. So. I figured Calzone would probably be good. Would be on yeah. your. Uh, <laughs> on, no, on I your, believe uh, in the futurity of pizza. Right. Yes. Um, calzones must be a part of the futurity of pizza. Um, uh, calzones are like not even that much of the future. Like you know. Yeah, but they it's need the to, same with pineapple to... on pizza. People are like, "Oh, pineapple on pizza," and I'm like, "I'm so far beyond that." <laughs> right. right. You're yeah, on another level. Yeah, yeah, I'm putting the, apple on pizza. You watch Master I'm Chef I'm putting Australia. raspberries on pizza. I'm putting uh, whatever the fuck you want on pizza. Yeah, I'm it's putting fucking pizza. Yeah. yeah, you're doing the galaxy brain meme for pizza. Absolutely, yeah, cube it, it, pizza. <laughs> <laughs> what if pizza was a cube? The 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 ship of Theseus, but about pizza. <laughs> what How many? What if, <laughs> what if pizza was cereal? <laughs> What if, what if pizza was a foam? Sure. I just how- think the people who are like, oh, that's not pizza. It's like you can still get the fucking pizza that you like. Like sure. the fact that someone else is putting something else on a pizza that is not something that you want on a pizza does not take away the kind of pizza that you like. That still exists. I, anyway. I would like to know, you know, just uh, semiotically speaking, um, how far removed from the platonic idea of pizza can you go while it remains pizza? Uh, what what level of simulacrum of simulacrum of pizza before it I think I think so, Neve I think Neve is completely Neve does not ascribe to like an ideal form of pizza like there just yeah. is it doesn't exist interesting so well, it's a like, part, right? it's a conceptual essentialism from Neve part of my yeah, well, it's, like, a, it's a fallacy basically yeah it's it's teleological yeah. it is pizza because it is pizza right yeah yeah there is no like there's no ideal like. <laughs> Part, there, part of my there's my, no like, like meta like uh there's no like on you know grounding like uh form you know there's no like absolute like essential <laughs> yeah. form of pizza it's just a construct yeah this this is jumping the gun on to uh, next uh the next series we're doing but like the ideal pizza is a blue sky is the the true blue sky yeah <laughs> You know, right, exactly. But yeah, and ne- if you don't Neve- know what that means, wait until next season, I guess. Yeah, but you're right. Yeah, Neve is like Neve doesn't like the people who commit the teleological fallacy of pizza, which you're describing, Josh. A hundred percent. Yeah, it is pizza like, because it has always been pizza. Part of my yeah. part of my like uh, belief of the futurity of pizza is that when we think about pizza itself, like people have this rigid notion of pizza, but the actual root uh, of the word pizza is the same root that we get like uh pita from. It's the same root that we get pita from like pita bread. Um, 
you like move to other uh, regions where that like same basic thing transforms into parada and roti and like all sort like basically it's just flatbread like that's what the word means pizza just means flatbread the actual word just means flatbread and so when you start to like try to ascribe a lots of things to that and also it means that but in a way where it is like shifted and changed so much throughout different cultures um then it's just like, what? What's the point? What's the point yeah. of like, right? Of like trying to say this is like what a, a correct pizza is, and this is if, what an incorrect pizza is. But but see, yeah. when you but when you when you discuss pizza, you're not discussing the thing itself. Sasina pa un pizza, right? You're you are discuss you are discussing the uh, the the semiotics of the pizza. You're 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 discussing um, the girls whose personality is. Um, uh, give me pizza. My 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 personality is pizza. You know, everybody online in 2014. Um, these things are inseparable from pizza. Yeah, I, I think I think we're on the right track, though. You have to look at it from a philological standpoint. Um, like the philological analysis of pizza, looking at like the the root and seeing how that transforms through various languages um mm-hmm. and, and i think through time and culture and right right and i mean i think that's the the ultimate takeaway is that pizza has many forms i mean you have the turkish pita you have um obviously the you know the various forms of pizza um you have the impressionist post-impressionist artist pizarro um <laughs> it there yeah. are many forms um but all of them delicious. And yeah. that's really the, so yeah, it sounds like we're all pro calzones here. Um, <laughs> which oh, yeah. is good. That's where we came from. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I was just wondering, um, which of these characters do you think would enjoy a calzone? <laughs> um, and for reference, I have a list of calzones here. I'm going to share in the different chat. kinds of calzones. Yes. Hmm. Um, this can go in the, I'm, the yeah, crouton chat. We're just getting fast and loose about what counts as pouton on this episode. <laughs> None of this has been pouton. Don't yeah. Well, don't it, 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 teleologically. Calcium. Yes, it's not yeah. pouton. <laughs> uh, easy calzone, spinach and artichoke calzone. Now is that similar to easy tea? Green calzone. It is. It's just seeping with spit. You <laughs> hate it here. <laughs> Barbecue chicken calzone. You just Cheese actually burger calzone with special sauce. The calzone is just calzone. like filled to the brim with spit. Healthy and calzone. You just hold it open with one hand, and you just have a pinwheel <laughs> Italian calzones. Okay, I know that we just discussed that even Buffalo blue chicken sky calzone. can be pizza. But I'm drawing the line at the vegan dessert calzone because that's well, just... Well, read the next one. Che- cheesy lasagna calzone. No, I'm sorry. Those are hand pies. This is, where a, this is where a calzone ce- ceases to become pizza. Low-carb cauliflower po- calzone. <laughs> vegan dessert calzone. <laughs> Campfired grilled s'mores calzone. That's I'm sorry, the one. A chicken summer one. calzone with corn, tomatoes, and bacon. A chicken, a, a chicken cordon bleu <laughs> calzone, steak calzone is a hot pocket. <laughs> Ricotta and spinach calzone. I think I think hot pockets Ham are calzones. Ham and cheese calzone. Chicken cordon bleu calzone. Calzone with sausage and peppers. 
That's the full so, list. Yeah. Um, so if these cal- if each of these calzones was uh, one of the two nanas, <laughs> which 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 no. would they be? No, 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 no. <laughs> um, okay, if. <laughs> Um, Gunner, which this of these calzones is you're not which, hosting this one which of, <laughs> if the characters of paranoia agent were watching anime do they skip the OP <laughs> Josh what does your calzone arrive Tsukikosagi <laughs> um I'm gonna say no. Um, I think she would be. I think she'd be worried she'd miss something, even though it's the same every time. Yeah, she'd be worried that they're gonna like introduce a new character in it or something, or like change something up in an interesting way. Also, I think she has too much respect for the people who animated that OP. True. You know, yeah. to just skip it. Um, Slugger has never watched an opening in his life. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe yeah. he starts at the middle of episode 19 um, and that's the only episode of any series he ever watches um, pays for the pays for the uh, plex thing where you then get the skip intro feature because um, <laughs> obviously he pirates all of his anime <laughs> <laughs> little slugger does not pay for Crunchyroll uh, does not pay for Funimation um does not pay for any streaming service. Just torrent all the way. Um, you but know, does you pay know for Plex does. to skip it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. He also loves a cheeseburger calzone. Maromi <laughs> uh, watches the intros. Watches the OPs. Interesting. I was going to say savagely skips them. Oh, it's, mm. like, it's, like, it's, it's like the first note of that like uh, idol group doing the, the intro. And Maromi's like... Do not <laughs> sing to I, could, me. I feel like Maromi at least watches it the first time. Okay. And then it's like, I've seen it. Sure. Yeah. Um, But I think Maromi just appreciates the break of the OP. To just sit and watch a thing you've already seen before. Th- this brings me back to the... Um, Jesus, I almost said Calzone question. The previous question, <laughs> because because I feel I feel that I'm focusing more on the dark side of Maromi than the both of you. Maybe punished Maromi as one. As one <laughs> <man>. <laughs> um, I'm not going there. Um, <laughs> I think Ikari uh, doesn't skip OPs because he's never watching it on streaming. It's always like the. Like Astro Boy is playing on TV, and I'm gonna watch it. Right. Mm-hmm. You can't skip it on TV. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fox Kids is playing all of the Sonic X opening, and he's gonna watch it. Mm-hmm. Maniwa um, watches the OPs. Yeah. Maniwa is just like in. He's like he's invested when he's watching the anime. He's invested, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's part of the whole. It's part of the show. Um, Misai. Uh, she skips it. I was gonna she say, how do, I, how do I put this delicately? Time is a factor for Misai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every minute counts. Um, sometimes when the sh- when the show is kind of slowly paced, she'll put it on like one point five or two x speed. 
<laughs> because once again, time is a factor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Quasi skips OPs. Yeah. 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 Yuichi also skips um, them. Unless, unless Quasi doesn't skip it if it is uh, a show with a lot of fan service and there's a ton of fan service in the OP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it's but, like a leering. That's also the only yeah. show he watches. Yeah. So I guess he doesn't skip OP. <laughs> <laughs> he puts it on point five. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a it's like a new kind of pervert. Like, <laughs> like 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 the weird perversion between media psycho and just being a pervert. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, I don't yeah. That's yeah. That's that's yeah. probably that's a that's a very scary entity that you just conjured there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think Yuichi skips the OPs, but then does have the OPs on like his phone and listens to them while he's like walking around. Yeah, I see that because he wants to yeah. pretend he's the protagonist. Yeah, so he's, he's still like yeah. amped up about the OP itself, but he doesn't want to watch it when he's watching the show. Right, he just wants to listen to it while he's like out and about. Yeah, he because he is the like shonen protagonist, so it's yeah. his like shonen shonen boy OP. Mm-hmm. Ushiyama watches it. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say for time. I was gonna say the same reason. I think Sagi watches it. Similar. Yeah. Um. I think Harumi watches them. Yeah. yeah. I think so too. But I think it's the kind of thing where she's not sitting actively watching it. She's like fiddling with her phone and stuff. Mm. You know. Yeah. Mm. Um. Or just I've... like walking around the apartment. Yeah. Um, I have a bold proposition, and I think it's that Maria's never watched television. Yeah, no. She's just yeah, too that, busy going out having fun. That makes sense canonically. <laughs> yeah, she's in meat space. She doesn't have time for... <laughs> <laughs> uh, she mostly associates anime OPs with she'll be done seeing a client, and they'll start watching anime, and that's like, all right, I'm going to leave. Oh, God. Um, this is so grim. <laughs> yeah, Hirokawa starts watching... Uh, his anime at point five op at point five speed, and she's and she's on her way out. <laughs> that answers that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kosaka. Uh, hmm. I feel like he's another one that watches it once and then never again. Yeah, yeah. He watches it the first time. Yeah. Um, then. Uh, Taiko, I think she, she only, skips. She only watches practical Practical Joker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think she skips it too. Yeah, uh, Saruji does not. She's like no, like Saruji does. Everybody else in the office doesn't because they care too much about animation. Saruji skips it though. Yeah, Taiko's yeah. like skipping through the OP. Like, God damn it, I have to watch some Practical Jokers. I have to get through this shit. <laughs> I've got new episodes to get through. <laughs> oh. um, I, I heard this time they pretend to have a heart attack and <laughs> see bystanders react to that. She has a Practical Jokers podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. And then. Before before we move on, a little note is that usually the way that I can get it to time with my uh, like lunch break, which is when I watch most of my anime for for Ghost Divers, um, is that I watch the OP 
for the first because I'll watch two on my lunch break while I'm biking and then I go shower and I'll watch the OP uh, for the first episode and then I skip the ending and the OP to like go into the second episode I'm watching and then I watch the ED um, at the end so I like watch like both once while I'm while I'm doing it um, and that's just purely to like squeeze it into um, the 45 minutes that I have although mm-hmm. uh, the Nana anime uh, I feel like there's like more commercial break time. So I'm able to watch the, the OP and ED every time, which is great. Cause I love that music. Um, I typically watch the OPs unless I'm like rushing. Unless time is a factor. Um, um, no, um I'm oh, God. And I, I like am just horrible. It's a character flaw. I'm so bad about watching EDs. Um, I just never do it. This we like, we've t- talked about this before on ghost neighbors. Yeah, you it's did not know form. that the the Tachikoma days happened at the end of Ghost Divers. <laughs> yeah. um, for like, I, or I for, watched. Uh, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Well, it's for Ghost in the Shell, not Ghost Divers. That's our show. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, this became a, a major problem with me watching My Hero Academia, where it's like there's actual like plot <laughs> at after. Uh, in like the ED segments, um, and I well, watched like that, well, that's seasons just not fair. Yeah, I've watched like I don't know if it's every one, um, but it took me like at least two seasons before I realized that it might have been it might have mm. been it might have been three seasons. It was it was bad. I felt I was like, Ugh, um, I can't, I'm not going back to watch all this shit. I'm trying to remember, but uh, forewarning, I I believe that uh, IBO, um, which is what we're going to be watching next once we finally get there, Connor, I believe that IBO does quite often have plot happening under the the ED. Okay, perfect. The the thing just keeps going while the ED plays over it. I'll Um, make sure that I appreciate you telling you that. Yeah. (laughs) Because I would have just not... I yeah, you don't mistake. you don't want another tachikomatic days incident. Um, yeah, but yeah. it's not even like it. It cuts to like ED with its own animation, and then it goes back to plot. Most of the time, I think it just like the credits the, roll. The, and yeah, like, the credits are just rolling with like ED music kind of playing under it while the episode continues. So, okay, that's cool. psychotic. You give the animators two extra minutes to do every single episode. The point of the ED is that you can just reuse it. You've already made it. Yeah. Um, I think Sick, that's how sicko behavior. I don't know if it's every episode. I know that happens at least sometimes in IBO. Um. Anyway, uh, so that was the end of the first email from Ina, and then she sent in uh one more thing, one more thing. Who from Paranoia Agent would say that Tokyo Godfathers is a Christmas movie, and who would not? Um, she also said that Swim Fans <clears throat> is a good podcast. Um, listener. Heed, heed this. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm out of this question. Oh, it's just this is this is between you two. <laughs> we just have to duel it out. I mean, it just is a Christmas movie, but I, I, who, no. Who's no, 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 no. You can't just slip that in there. So, um, <laughs> next next episode, um, we will be doing the intro to <laughs> Kino's Journey. Um, are we not doing great. this? Are we not doing this question? <laughs> are are we are we able to do this question? 
if Neve promises to be civil, then I think we can get through this question. Well, okay, let's let's see how it goes. <laughs> Sagi. Sagi I probably think... thinks it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, Little Slugger. Has never seen Tokyo Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Maromi. I'm going to say I... no. I think Maromi might think it's a Christmas movie, but... I feel like Maromi's got there. takes. Um, like, just like, <laughs> I apparently have takes. <laughs> I'm just waiting for wh- which one of these characters is going to become the, like, proxy for the act- for you actually <laughs> arguing about this. I'm, a- I'm actively dissociating to get to this question. Uh, <laughs> no, I think Maromi, no, I think Maromi thinks it is. <laughs> um, Akari, as a thing knower, knows that it's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> Ikari thinks it's a Christmas movie. No, he uh, does. He has, he, uh, Ikari has the media literacy of a 10-year-old. Uh, Maniwa doesn't. No, he and uh, he's written an article about it, in fact. <laughs> Some of the things he figured out with the equation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Misai, um, I think she does. Yeah. Um, um, I feel like the only uh, Kawazu's only takeaway from Tokyo Godfathers is slurs. Yeah, uh, and also he's disappointed that none of the characters were hot enough. <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 they look too much like real people. Yeah. <laughs> um, Yuichi, uh, I think Yuichi thinks it's a Christmas movie. Okay. Um. I I think the same for Ushiyama. Yeah, he's a sweet boy. Yeah. Um, Harami. Uh, I feel like probably. I feel like probably. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um. Uh, Maria, as we've established, doesn't watch anime. No, she's never seen. <laughs> she's never heard of it. Um, I'm actually going to yeah. go ahead and say everybody left thinks it's a Christmas movie except Kozuka, who's an edge lord. Yeah. Yeah, this makes sense to me. <laughs> um, yeah, the uh, Hirokawa and Taiko, I think, think that it's a Christmas movie. Um, sorry to do. Um, all right, we are done. So, yeah, next time, uh, as Connor was saying, we will do the <laughs> intro episode to Kino's Journey. Uh, we are going to have... Uh, our last like big guest. We have a, had a big uh, run of guests here, uh, so we're closing it out with Kim, um, also known as KB. And uh, I, I think I, I forget if this made it into the episode of Around the Long Fire or not. Um, but I, I know that I mentioned this to to M, and they were like, I, I don't like fully know why I feel this way or what this means, but I feel like that's cheating to get Kim on for kino's journey uh but she's just like read a bunch of the light novels and everything it's it's a good time um so again we have already recorded this stuff it's why we're trying to tighten up the turnaround uh anyway it was great though the advantage is that we know it's good so we can yeah in good conscience we can tell you it's it's good so yeah look forward to it um the one thing and this will be like a, a thing with IBM. I have a plan for how we're going to handle content warnings, but we're not going to be able to do the same for like this series up at the front. Um, but with the slight 
slightly longer turnaround, we can still like warn people about the next series of episodes. So, um, and I'll, I'll probably still do what I sometimes do is just see if I can look up a list of content warnings on the internet and like build something from that. So, um, I'll do that same thing, but yeah, things will be slightly different because we won't have like everything recorded by the time we do the intro episode. Um, anyway, uh, if you want to write in to our Kino's journey episode, just way in advance, feel free to write into ghostdiverspod at gmail.com. Uh, or if you just have like other things you got to get in about paranoia agent, you're listening to this now, uh, episodes already out, but you still want to write in stuff. Josh probably won't be back when we do those, but, uh, Connor and I future question buckets will, will handle questions about anything. You have questions about Utena or Evangelion. We'll take them. Um, um, I will. I will be writing in my answers to the questions, dictated but not read. Yeah, if there's any, <laughs> if there's any specific paranoia agent ones, we can we can send them off. Or if you yeah. like have ones we, about, uh, you know, Ray Earth, we can get like Autumn to weigh in or whatever. We can get whoever guested to weigh in. So yeah, um, if we need to, we can, um, we can exhume Josh from inside the calzone. Yeah, I will also answer calzone questions. <laughs> At, at, yeah. at what point it ceases to be a calzone and becomes a hot pocket, I will talk about that line. If you have not fully assimilated into the calzone, at that point <laughs> we will we'll be able to we'll we'll get you in. Um, please support the network. Go to exportodd.io. That'll take you to the Patreon. Um, if you don't want to immediately give us money, you can still go there and check out other podcasts on the network. Uh, see what else is is being done. Um, Connor and I also do a podcast called Pondering Puton, um, so that you'll see there. Uh, I also have a podcast called Ornate Stairwells that I do with the aforementioned Autumn. Um, that's a movie podcast. Uh, Pondering Puton's like a weird... If people are listening to this and want to hear us talk about Gundam, uh, we did that on the, the Puton episode called The Ultimate Lightness of Being. Um, so feel free to check out that i guess uh anyway um and yeah and if you give a dollar to the patreon um then you will get early access to a bunch of shows uh not ghost divers but pondering putons included ornate stairwells is including uh included um and then other ones like uh hot singles uh gotham city limits um i think those are the Pop main other funk. ones pop down funk is then a five dollar podcast um, so, uh, pop town funk is autumn and their wife, Nora, uh, they roll a random Funko pop and then they have to watch something from it, uh, which recently has really bit them in the ass where they've had to watch like toy story four. And now they have to watch something with the minions. Um, there's just gotten a lot of bad rolls lately, which I think is mm. kind of the nature of Funko pops. There's not a lot of great media properties all the time with that. Um, but the podcast is always fun. Um, also, for $5, you now get uh, access to... So there's a new podcast on the network called Coffee and Comic Books. Uh, it's Autumn and their friend Rick, and they read through a variety of comics. Um, they don't have, like, a hard ban on, like, Cape Comics, but I think they're generally going to try to avoid, like, Marvel and DC stuff um, and try to focus on a little bit more, like, indie or uh, international or stuff like that. Um, but that podcast is uh, going to be two 
episodes a month. Um, and one of them will be uh, available to everyone and will go into a free feed. Um, and then the other one is only for $5 patrons. Um, so if you want to listen to to all of the episodes, you have to be a $5 patron. Um, the one other podcast that I will plug, uh, which I don't think is, I don't know if this has been talked about on here or not. I don't remember if I rec- recorded and talked about it last time. Uh, my fourth podcast that I started around the long fire uh, with me and M from Abnormal Mapping. Uh, this is a podcast where we're reading through sagas. Uh, so the first saga that we did was Velsunga Saga, uh, which is just a, a fun time with weird legends. Um, and the next one we're doing is Frobenkel Saga. Um, but we also kind of just hang out and chat on it. So, uh, it's a good one. And you can find that by going to abnormalmapping.com slash longfire. Um, those are the big cells on basically everything. Um, I guess, Josh, if you want to promo anything. Um, you can follow swim fans. Um, swim fans is my genre film podcast that I do with my beautiful co-host Alex and Craig. Um, if you like any of my brain thoughts from any of these three episodes, um, it's pretty much what I do on swim fans. I've only got the one mode. Um, we are primarily an erotic thriller podcast, but we've also done like a year and a half of teen movies. We do we do horror movies every Halloween. Uh, the past two summers, we've done crime blocks, um, uh, which Neve has been on twice. Um, so I'm really proud of Swim Fans. We like to do it. So if you want to check it out, it is uh, you can find the show on all social medias at user Swim Fans Pod, um, and you can find the show on your podcatcher of choice. Um, and you can find me on all the social medias at user Mons, A-M-O-N-N-S. Um, and you can find this podcast on Twitter at Ghost Divers Pod, if it still exists, uh, on co-host at Ghost Divers. Um, you can find me at Fox Mom Nia on Twitter and co-host. Um, over on Twitter, I have an account that's mediev underscore pile. Um, and I have not used it too much lately, uh, but I sometimes post like pictures from movies or something that I'm watching, um, especially staircases I like to post because <laughs> uh, of ornate stairwells. Um, where can people find you, Connor? You all can find me um, at Rebelais, R-E-B-B-L-E-A-I-S, on Twitter and co-host. Um, and you're just constantly doing fantastic posts. You You are... Uh, well known as a poster, Connor. Yeah, I'm really sad that Twitter's about all that stuff because I use it a lot. Yeah, yeah, you've been really broken up about it. Um, every, time <laughs> I, every time I text you, you're just like very upset because uh, you get so much engagement with all of your funny posts. Um, so, uh, that's it. Um, there's nothing else. Bye. <laughs> Bye. See you next time.
hit record. Okay, I'm recording as well. My microphone is the correct one. Likewise. Um, all right, that's yeah. good. What about what about you, Neve? Is your microphone yeah, the correct I one? Yeah, I got the I got the Yeti. Okay, cool. Do you want to do a time um, daddy's clap? Yeah, let's just start there. <clears throat> okay, let's do thirteen. No, no, no. Let's do fourteen. Move. Just 13 felt unlucky to you, or? <laughs> I'm not going to say. I'm not going to, I'm not going to speak it into existence. Okay. Um, I just don't like 13. Or in this yeah. moment, I did not. I just didn't feel it. Do, do we want to do a drink check? Is anyone drinking yeah. anything fun? I mean, I have my two normal waters, um, and then I wanted to do something that was a little bit thematic. So um, I'm drinking a beer. Uh, it's from Nuclearis Brewing, which is a Wisconsin one. You have to like actually go to Wisconsin to get this. Um, except oh, I think there's like one bar in uh, New York that like somehow manages to get it because they don't like export um, themselves. But anyway. Uh, the reason why it's somewhat thematic is that the name of the beer is two women. Um, so it's the, you know, the Harami and Maria. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Yeah. Cause it's two yeah, ladies so. in one bottle. Yeah. Per se. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I, uh, cause I sometimes like drinking beer out of like a glass instead of just out of the bottle. Um, and I do have my, my Nana glass. Um, I got the like official glasses from the, uh, Yazawa Ai Expo. So it's like the strawberry glass from Connor's going to know the significance of the strawberry glass, uh, when he reads the manga later, but, um, yeah. I'm just going to mainline it, mainline the whole Nana manga and yeah. What is it? 20 I, days. I'm kind of amazed that like. These glasses don't say Nana anywhere on them. Like it is just like a, a rep, like complete replica of the glass itself from the manga. So if you if you know, you know. That's what mm-hmm. that's what that is. Yeah. Um but that's it. Um I have uh I just got back from the studio, so I didn't um have the chance to get a thematic beverage, but I have um uh, cold coffee left over from the morning that I zapped, um, and I have some water. So I, um, uh, real, I'm a real gutter person for this one. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound very um, pleasant. I have to getting say. back, getting back from the animation studio, and then microwaving some coffee from the morning <laughs> does feel thematic to specifically the animation. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah I, it does. I, I do feel um, like death warmed over, not unlike my coffee. Yeah, just, you know, mm-hmm. just keep looking in that rearview mirror. Right. <laughs> uh, we're going to have like a, at some point in the, the middle of the question bucket, we're just going to hear a, a thud and then Josh isn't going to be talking anymore. <laughs> it's just going to like cut, cut to like Josh's room. Josh is just like <laughs> on the keyboard, face down, bleeding out. Uh, finally the freedom of death uh. 
sweet god, I don't have to work in animation anymore. <laughs> Thank you, little slugger. Um, yeah, so I uh, my drink check is pretty boring. Um, I have one water, so not quite as. Uh, yeah, you're underachieving. Quite, just the one water. Yeah, I'm not quite as well supplied as you need. But I've got one water. It's actually just it's like half of a glass too. So I have half of the water. Um, and then I made the the fast tea. Uh, so I have yeah. that here. Mm-hmm. Um, you you all know what fast tea is, right? Did you microwave yeah. some water? No, no, I use my kettle. But, um, you know, you can make fast tea with microwave water. You just got to, as long as the water's hot. Connor, what's fast about the tea? So fast tea is when you get the hot water, you get a spoon for stirring. Um, and then you just spit in it a little bit. And then you just <laughs> stir it up. I have a lot of questions. <laughs> it just gets a little, it's like the heat and the stirring, it's airy, the stirring aerates it, the heat. I don't know what it does, but it's a, like just that little bit of froth yeah. to kind of change the, change so the like, texture. This is horrifying are there, to me. Are there, are there any tea leaves or is it just water and spit? <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to know this. Um, tea leaves really aren't necessary. <laughs> this is, this um, is so really, New low, Connor. They, tea leaves take too long is the thing. That That's that's normal tea or slow tea that involves tea leaves. <laughs> So, so you're drinking. So you're drinking half a bottle of regular water and then uh, a cup of hot spit slurry. <laughs> that's cor- that's correct. Except it's a glass. I it's hate this. Okay. Glass. Ghost divers is jo- hemorrhaging listeners. <laughs> Josh, guess what? Guess what mug I'm drinking it out of? Yes. Dude. <laughs> I have told everybody about that mug, Connor. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody, yeah, n- I'm no- glad. nobody thinks it's funny, and I'm like, you really had to be there. <laughs> yeah, for the five, there only five of kinds of animals. <laughs> My goal is that none of us will forget this mug until we die. <laughs> I'm looking. I was thinking about it earlier, and I was just appreciating how I was just thinking about how glad I am that dogs and cats made the cut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I think I was telling um, it was either my boyfriend or a coworker, and I was like, "So there's a mug, right? And it's got the five <laughs> types of animals on it. And isn't it so funny that one of them is like a like, it's like a dinosaur, and they're just <laughs> looking at me blankly? And I'm like, you don't get it. I was laughing really hard because there's only because <laughs> there's only the five animals. I need to get you like I need to see if I can find this on the website. <laughs> Get you like a full, like a 3D, like click and click and turn type, right? Type model of it. Yeah, I think they just need to to really. You, you kind of have to see it. I agree. Yeah, and then there's dogs, there's cats, there's giraffes. Yeah, so we have dogs, Tyrannosaurus Rex, um, Silosaur. Uh, I forgot two cats. of them were dinosaurs. 
Yeah. Um, the caption on Silas, so hold on. I need to, I need light because I'm in darkness. Um, <laughs> not every extinct animal that looked like a dinosaur actually was a dinosaur. Such was the case with Silosaurus. Like this Silosaurus. So it actually isn't, an, it actually isn't a second kind of dinosaur. It's just... It's just an ancient animal. Okay, if it has Saurus in the name, you're a dinosaur now. Well, <laughs> t- take it up with science. Okay. <laughs> Will do. Um, yeah, I think that about covers it. Mm. That's about the, that's the scope. Um, I do have something else that I want to share with you. Um, another important part of my religion. Um <laughs> But yeah. I, I'll wait until later. Okay. I think we need time to reflect on, <clears throat> on, um, the 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 five, you know, the five kinds of animals. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> the five types of DNA. Yeah. <sighs> um. Do do we want to get into the question bucket right away, or do, are there more goofs within? Because the thing about the question bucket is that it's all goofs. So yeah, we should just go. Yeah, yeah let's just do it. 